Dave Fanning on 2FM. Uh, Michael, how are you doing? Are you all right? I'm really all right. Thanks a million for drawing attention to our book. Well, I'm going to take a look at it now because it's here in my hand. It's called Punks Listen. It's a new book from the Hope Collective, the third book in a series of benefit books, if you like, from Dublin's Do-It-Yourself Collective, published to raise some funds for the Red Cross Ukraine Appeal. It's a collection of essays from musicians, writers and actors who were asked to write about a record or a gig that was significant to them. And Punks Listen includes contributions with the likes of um, Aidan Gillen, uh, Sinead Gleeson, former 2FM rising artist Kinsey, etc, etc. The people behind this passion project are twofold. Number one is Niall McGurk and who we're talking to now is Dr Michael Murphy. So um, tell us more about this, um, Michael. Um, you're the, a lecturer at the Institute of Art and Design and Technology in Dunleary. Obviously I'm going to ask first, so I will. How did this book come about? The, the book came about with a conversation Niall and myself had when the Syrian refugee crisis became a, 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 a new story. And we said, we've got to do something. And our first impulse was, we're just two music fans in Dublin. What can we do? And we decided to do a fanzine. We'd write to people that we admired, musicians that we thought were great, and ask them to write about a a gig that they loved. The fanzine grew into a book and we issued the book. We made five grand for for the Red Cross Syrian Refugee Appeal. Then during lockdown, we thought we've got to do something. And we did a book for the NHS, uh, COVID charity appeal. We made 10 grand with that one. We did it for an English charity. We thought it was kind of ironic to Irish guys, but most of the people, the musicians that we asked to to write about their favourite gig were from England. We thought that was appropriate. Um, Let's give them a dig out. And what's your music background, Michael? My music background is your fault to to some extent. I am. That I grew up, you know, (laughs) listening to you and, you know, hearing the cure beside Chant, Chant, Chant. Our stand our golden horde. So my record collection, and the same for Niall, it's there's no difference between here's an Irish band and here's here's a multi million selling international band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. All right, that's really that was one of the aims. All right. So you're a fan of David Bowie, though, aren't you? Yeah, I mean the the first single that came into our house, my older brother on holidays in Tremor bought Life on Mars, and that totally set the template for for you know the music listening at the record player in Dean's Grange. Wait a second, hold on a second. Life on Mars. So you were a latecomer to David Bowie then, were you? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you missed the first few albums. Okay, so let's yeah. just take a look at what we're doing here now because uh, it's brilliant. Like they, they were like I picked this up and said I'll give it a quick look. An hour later, I was still because sort of, you can jump in anywhere and jump back out anywhere and go uh, some of the stuff. I mean like somebody mentioned the lurkers. I remember oh my God, I remember the lurkers. Could I name one album? No. Could I name one song? No, but I remember the lurkers. I mean, some like Patrick Frain is hilarious. His favorite album is like is the best of. Like, I know it's uncool, but what's wrong with that? You know, it's brilliant. And like Roddy Doyle's one, I can't even. I, what was that? The Comet is coming. I never even heard Charles O'Connor and the Pretty Things gig. I mean, there's so many different things you can look at, and they're not all just to do with punk or anything. I mean, some people like who who was it that picked? Um, I think uh, Kevin Godley from Ten CC and it picks Sergeant Pepper's that kind of thing. Yeah, so, you know, our world is the punk world, the DIY world, yeah. you know, and you mentioned that, you know, sports and, and music have been kind of taken over by big business. But this is kind of the fight back. Niall, as a teenager, thought there's a load of bands that don't come to Ireland that he personally would love to see and he thought people would enjoy. So he rode away. He didn't have a phone. You know, it's pretty mobile. He rode away to bands, brought them over. He brought 
Green Day. Green Day's first show in Dublin was total DIY. Then he he developed the Hope Collective, bringing over more bands internationally. It was not for profit. They wouldn't deal with major labels. And eventually they were big enough that they were able to sell out the SFX with Fugazi and Chumbawamba. So that's our background. But then when you ask people who are punks, like Steve Ignorant from Crass, he writes about Joni Mitchell. That, yeah, he you know, made Cards and Spark, didn't he? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. wrote this really, really beautiful kind of love letter to Joni Mitchell and to his young self. So it was very, very surprising. You know, the book is called Punks Listen because we just wanted two words on the cover. But it, it goes way beyond punk. And in a way, David shows that the punks weren't just listening to the lurkers or the Ramones. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. they were drawing on everything from from Dylan to Bowie to to the music of Tanzania. Oh yeah, know, I mean, like, even when it came to like Smiley Manchester, Tim Burgess picks uh, Red Rose Speedway by um, yeah. by uh, Paul McCartney, and uh, Brian Foley from the Blades picks Good Old Boys from Randy Newman. Yeah, so the the biggest shock for us was a that people that we never thought that we'd get in touch with wrote, you know, you yeah. don't expect Henry Rollins and Mike Scott and Roddy Doyle, Sinead Gleeson, Ferdia McKenna. You know, we've got great, great writers as, as well as great musicians. So, A, we were shocked that these people took us seriously and, and wrote with such passion. And B, we were totally shocked by by the range, the diversity, by by kind of the fandom that that wasn't confined. Yeah, funny thing, Ferdia, who I knew well at the time, uh, like I, I, there was one album that I always heard about, and he picked it. I've never listened to it, and like I always remember "Split" by the Groundhogs. Is it any good? I don't even know it. You know, Tony T. S. McPhee or whatever his name was. I remember all these kind of weird things. And as I say, the Lurkers, I've never even heard Fulham Fallout or anything like that. So just let's take a look at the two hundred and ninety-one contributors in the book. Two of them are you and Niall. So tell me about some of the other people. Aidan Gillen, for instance. Aidan Gillen who came, we, we did a, a bit of a, a kind of a celebration of the book uh, in, in Whelan's and Aidan Gillen came, there, there was a panel, Roisin Dwyer hosted a panel of, of, of literary figures and Aidan Gillen, you know, I only know him from, from the television and from box sets, but yeah. he knew everything about Echo and the Bunny Men. He knows everything about everything to do with music, for God's sake. Yeah, so, and you know, he's a big fan of the radiators from space, which is kind of where I came in to yeah. music thinking my god there's a band from dublin that are as good as any band you know that 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 are are from anywhere so you discover that that people who you may not encounter in a music sense that a lot of them are total music heads like music fans music scholars and that often they've kept in touch with the music of the of kind of their teenage years of of their youth and they've stayed stayed with it so we've got people like Henry Rollins in there. We've got people like Josephine from, from the Breeders, Hugo from the Gang of Four. Now, I'm using their first names and it sounds like I'm friends with them. Mm. I'm not, but we, we feel like they're friends because they answered our call. They felt strongly about what was going on in the Ukraine. And we got this this whopper of a book, 320 page book. Yeah, and Dunstan of, from Chumbawamba, he, he wrote a love poem to, to Patty Smith just for you guys. Yeah, and that's a complete love song. That that you know, it, it's almost like something that a, a 15th century troubadour yeah. would have written to you know his faraway love. It's I I think that's a really moving, remarkable piece of writing from a guy who 
you know, I just think of, okay, he's the guy from the anarchist band from Leeds who then had had a worldwide hit, but he, he took us seriously. You're completely right. Yeah, there's a bunch like Planksty's in there. Let me see the the, the the script of the bridge by the Chameleons. I I don't know that. I've never. There's so much stuff. I thought, oh yeah, I heard of this, but I don't know it at all. Um, Killing Joke is there with Scott McLeod. Again, I knew them, but I didn't know that album and stuff. And there's like um, there's a lot of Bowie, and there's a lot of Clash, but there's a lot of Sex Pistols, right? Yeah, correct. And and you'd kind of expect that, you know, that at one stage we thought, God, it's going to be a whole book about the Sex Pistols and the Clash. But what was really interesting was that a, a guy, a man from a band would write about the Clash. And to me, that kind of made sense. OK, they're, they're kind of macho. They're kind of aggressive. But to see how women musicians wrote about the Clash or the Sex Pistols or the Stranglers is really, really interesting. And I think we haven't we haven't examined that uh, much before. Like, you know, what did women make of, of these bands? Yeah, now look, let's just take what we're talking about here is Punk's Listen, compiled by Niall McGurk and Michael Murphy. And in fact, I can see a tiny bit of a piece of vinyl on on, on a record player um, on the cover. It, that's the first damned album, is it? Correct. Well spotted. Right. Well spotted. <laughs> I just see, because like, is that would one of the reasons be, and I've no idea why, that a lot of people see the damned as the start of something. No, that wouldn't be it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there, there's various claims. The Radiators had the first chart single of a punk band anywhere in the world. Yeah, uh, by the way, the, the Radiators, you know, like their second album is the biggest thing. I, 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 I like the TV Tube Heart album probably more. Brilliant, because I, I love, like, I almost think they're two different bands. Yeah. And I, I think that the Radiators were punk and post-punk, sometimes even on, the, on that first album. I think that first album's a masterpiece. It is. There's brilliant stuff on that. Yeah, fantastic television screen and all the rest of it. Um, do you, uh, did you write a piece of the book yourself? Very reluctantly. Like I, I, I realized <laughs> Says Dave, that knowing damn well you did. Tell me about it. <laughs> well, it's much easier to ask people to write about their favourite records than for you to do it yourself. And Niall said, you know what, we should write something. I said, yeah, hoping that he'd forget. But then he wrote this really moving piece about about listening to music. And I thought, OK, I'll respond to that. And my piece, a bit like Patrick Frayne, uh, is just about being young when the Walkman arrived. Right, yeah. And, and being able to walk around. Walk down the street with the bloody yes. headphones on. Amazing. <laughs> and, yeah. and being able to pick, you know, As curate your own wired for sound. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So I wrote about that moment because... I think you could take a lot of things away from young people, but if you took away their ability to listen to music that they like walking around, that there'd be a revolution. Yeah, I know, because everybody walks around with headphones or earphones these days, all right, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, so uh, this is not, now let's just take a look. This is not the first book you put together. I've mentioned it before. This is number three, and this is uh, for Ukraine. Tell me about the other two. The the first one was for, for the Syrian refugees, and that was just over four years ago. And that was called In Concert. That was uh, uh, all Irish contributors. And yeah. then the second one was uh, for the for, for the NHS, for, for the COVID appeal. Yeah. And th that we drew, we, we went outside of Ireland for that one. And we got, you know, again, the people who respond, the people who find time. And to be honest, we're sitting on a whole load of, of absolutely beautiful pieces of writing that... Yeah arrived after the book 
as well. Right, so we'll okay. do a fanzine sometime in the new year and, along with this. And also Carl Cochran passed away earlier this year, but there is a piece from him in the book. Yeah, Carl wrote that for our previous book, you know, about gigs. And it's such a beautiful piece of writing. And we asked his people, would would it be OK? Because originally he was going to write for this book, but, um, you know, he was sick and, and, and he died. Mm-hmm. And we just thought it's really important for us to have Cahill Coughlin in a book with Henry Rollins and Roddy Doyle yeah. and, you know, all of the people from kind of music and literature that we admire. And, you know, the writing stands up. So it was very important for us to, to, to get Cahill in there. It does. And you're actually going to go on a bit of a tour with this book. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. The, a, a slow tour. Now, a slow tour. So we're, we're doing the launch in Cork on the 5th of December in UCC Library. They've done a, an amazing piece of preparation for it. So we'll get Elvira Butler. Oh, we'll, yeah. We'll down I, and, actually, I saw Elvira the other day at the at the Bob Dylan gig and I meant to go over to her and then I was over the other side and I don't know what happened. Anyway, how are you, Elvira? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Elvira will come down and we'll ask people about, you know, early experiences buying records. In particular, we're trying to capture the stories of, of women because the whole history of music consumption it basically seems like it was just lads going lads. out and buying records, yeah, which we know isn't true. So Elvira will be there. Um, Eileen Hogan, who does great work mm. on kind of youth culture. Uh, she's going to talk about her favorite records, Kieran from Cypress Mine and the, a whole lot of kind of surprise guests. So we'll have a whole evening of, of chats about about records. Then we'll, we'll go to Limerick in the new year um, to, to UL. Uh, we had an amazing launch. Um in Claire Morris, that the local punks decided that they wanted to help us with the book. And in the end, neither Niall or myself could could go, but they sold a whole load of books. And because we're totally DIY, people are reaching out and saying, is there anything we can do to help? So there was a gig in Amsterdam, like with four of the bands that, that wrote for the book. And they said, we don't know each other. Let, let's do a gig. And, and we'll you have another books. bunch of stuff as well, ready to go for maybe punks listen too. It, exactly, exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay, well, listen, we will look forward to that and congratulations with this one here. Well done. Um, it is compiled by Niall McGurk and the man we've been talking to, that's uh, Dr. Michael Murphy, one of the creators of this book here. Um, people can get their hands on a copy of Punks Listen where? It's in Hodges Figgis, it's in the Library Project in Temple Bar and then it's it's on our website, so hopecollectiveireland.com. Yeah, so just check it out, hopecollectiveireland.com. Dot com and you'll find it all there Punks Listen and there will be a Punks Listen too no doubt and maybe even on the big screen who knows the future Absolutely. is yours alright good man Michael listen thank you very much now I don't have time to play a track and I know what your favourite track is but I'm not going to play that but I'm going to play that band but I'll have to wait till after the news is that okay because I've preferred the track I'm going to play and this is the Dave Fanning show it's not yours so hard luck that alright fantastic alright good man yourself thank you. Michael good luck yes. take it easy bye bye, bye. Dave Fanning on 2FM